guys, welcome back to the Casual Critic Podcast. I'm happy to have you. You see from the title what we're talking about. This is a music episode. I'm hoping to do more music episodes because I want to do all kinds of entertainment, not just like movies. Uh, but this is a this is a music dedicated episode. We're looking at the 2021 Grammy winners. 2021. Why don't you just punch me in the face? We're looking at the 2022 Grammy winners. I have tried to stay um, spoiler free for the winners of the Grammys. I know Olivia Rodrigo won a few, but I don't know what she won for. Um, and I know that I heard that Tyler the Creator won something, but I also don't know what it's for because I was trying to stay spoiler free. So we're going to get right into the Grammy winners. Also, later on, I'm going to be talking about my favorite concerts that I've been to and my favorite like concert stories because I got a couple. I got a couple. So stay tuned for that. But we're going to get into the meat and potatoes with the Grammy winners. So first category up here, I've got the website, Grammy.com, raring to go. So we got record of the year, which mistakenly I thought was album of the year, but it's not. I guess it's like single or whatever of the year. So, ABBA was nominated. Uh, I don't really... Mm, okay, that's fine. I love ABBA. Don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. I am a huge ABBA fan. I don't think that what they put out last year needed a Grammy. But they didn't win, so that makes sense. And then we have Freedom by John Baptiste. I think that's how you say his last name. I've heard it. I like it. Then we got Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett. I feel like they are always popping up. Is he alive? I think... Didn't he die or something, like, recently? And she's sad about it, which rightfully, I mean, understandably so. I don't know nothing about Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. I'm sorry. Fucking Peaches by Justin Bieber. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. Uh, Brandy Carlisle. I've been hearing her name a lot. I ain't sat down and listened to none of her shit, but I've been hearing her name a lot. I don't know nothing about her. Uh, then we have Kiss Me More, Doja Cat and SZA. Very good song. I love both those ladies very, very much. Then we have Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. I'm going to be honest. I have not listened to a lot of Billie stuff. I'm not real on board with it all. I don't know. I just don't like her newer stuff. What was the other album? I used to be a pretty big fan of Billie Eilish. Like her early stuff. Her early stuff. But here recently, I don't give a shit. I have not listened to anything on that New album, so I don't give a fuck. Uh, Call Me By Your Name, Lil Nas X. Very cool. Oh, I just looked at the winner and I'm already disappointed. <laughs> I'm already disappointed. Um, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo. That's kind of a given. It was fucking huge. And the winner was Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. Mm. Okay. I like Silk Sonic. I don't love Silk Sonic, but I think, I mean, they're cool, whatever. I love uh, Anderson Pack. I think he's really, really cool. He's in it, right? Isn't he in Silk Sonic? Doesn't say, oh, maybe it's his actual name. I don't know his actual name. Anyway, Leave the Door Open 1, Record of the Year. Huh, interesting. I think, uh, mm, I don't think, I don't, I don't think that's right. I think either... Olivia Rodrigo or um, Doja Cat and SZA should have won that, but okay. Okay, now we got Album of the Year. What tells me the winner straight off? What the hell? Okay, well, let's see who's nominated. So, Love for Sale is the album Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber. Fuck that. Doja Cat's Planet Her. Dude, 
I'm so Ariana Grande. Oh yeah, she did. <laughs> I was like Ariana Grande. She has a song on the fucking album. Okay, Planet Herm. I love Doja Cat is one of my favorite rappers of all time, and Planet Herm was a no skip album. So I'm sad that that didn't win, but okay. Happier than ever, Billie Eilish. Back of my mind by her. I don't listen to a lot of her. Also, Chris Brown is on that. Chris Brown needs to be stopped. Chris Brown doesn't need to be doing anything anymore. That's disappointing. Uh, Lil Nas X from Montero. Sour, Olivia Rodrigo. That's a given. Evermore by Taylor Swift. Now there's a good album. Uh, Donda by Kanye West. And that was everyone that was nominated. And the winner was John Baptiste. John Baptiste? Baptiste? I think I'm saying that right. Um, for We Are. I need to listen to it. I need to listen to that album. I really like Freedom by him. I've been hearing it a lot recently, but I've really enjoyed it. So I need to give him a shot. I've I've heard his name before, but I've just never listened to his stuff. (sighs) Excuse me, I'm drinking my Diet Coke. Okay, what's the next category we got here? These are interesting. Song of the Year. Okay. Now, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait. Huh? Wait, wait, wait. Record of the year. Song of the year. What? Singles or tracks only? Wait, what is the difference? I'm confused. I don't watch the Grammys, y'all. I need to... What? Okay, so record of the year. Award to the artist and to the producers. Huh? Okay, but then, what? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Song of the Year, what was fucking nominated? Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. Fuck Ed Sheeran! I don't like him! Beautiful Noise by Brandy Carlisle. Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo, Fight for You. I don't know. I've never heard of that. Happier Than Ever, Kiss Me More. Montero, Coming by Your Name, and Peaches, and Rhino. God, Lee, leave the door open, won this too, but I'm confused as to what the fuck is the fucking difference. What is the difference here? Huh? Whatever, I do not. I leave the door open. Honey, I'm going to shut the door, okay? So just hang on. Now we have Best New Artist. I do think I know the winner of this. I think I put two and two together on this. Um, I'm not going to go through all the nominees, Phineas is on here. Phineas gets on my fucking nerves, bro. <laughs> like, I'm gonna talk about this because I don't, but I can't even explain it. No, actually, I can't explain it. So, he has a TikTok. If you've ever seen his TikToks, um, I'll you'll be on my thoughts and prayers because his TikToks are so fucking annoying. And I thought they were annoying for a long time, and they kept showing up on my for you page, and I was like, why? And for some reason, I didn't block them. I don't know why. So, then I see this video pop up, and it's like someone stitching his original TikTok. And it was a video of him talking about um, COVID-19. And I think it was about the Batman, but it seems so long ago. Oh, no, it was about uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. He was basically saying, oh, well, I think it... I can't remember exactly. He might have been talking about, like... People can't go to concerts, but then they're going to go to Spider-Man No Way Home 
and packed the theaters without masks or something about COVID, and he didn't want people to go see No Way Home, basically is what it was. No, it wasn't anything about concerts. I apologize, because that's the argument that the guy made when he stitched it. I'm not saying this right. Phineas made a TikTok. He was basically like, oh my gosh, uh, I, he was making some joke, and like, people are going to get COVID, and this is going to spread, because people are going to go see Spider-Man No Way Home in movie theaters, and it's going to be packed, and yada, yada, yada. And then the person who stitched it and made another video, like a response video, was like, didn't you hold a whole tour during the pandemic? Like, didn't you just go on tour? And I looked it up, and he did. He had just been on a full-length tour. And he's like, oh, Spider-Man No Way Home, and all the COVID, and people don't care, and yada, yada, yada. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. That really put a sour taste in my mouth. Shut up. Let me go enjoy Spider-Man No Way Home. Sorry I didn't go to your stupid fucking tour. I also don't like his music. He reminds me of Charlie Puth. You know how Charlie Puth is kind of like an asshole? (laughs) I think he's kind of an asshole. Like, he's just kind of like... He just acts like he's superior, okay? And Phineas, I feel like, does the exact same thing. And you're fucking ugly. Shut up, Phineas. Shut up. Shut up. Is your name even Phineas? I don't know. Okay, yes. (laughs) Let's get back to the Grammys and who won. So, Best New Artist, Olivia Rodrigo, was the winner. I saw that coming from a mile away, and I think it's very well deserved. I'm good with that. Good with that win. Best Pop Solo Performance. Uh, Excuse me, I'm sorry. So, okay. Here are the nominees. Anyone by Justin Bieber. I've never even heard of that song. What is Justin Bieber even fucking doing? Right on Time by Brandy Carlisle. Never fucking heard of it. Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish. Positions by Ariana Grande. And the winner was Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Very good job. I think Olivia Rodrigo, for all that money she's making, like, she deserves, like, there's just billions and millions of streams and it's crazy popular. She deserves it. Come on. Come on. Best pop duo slash group performance. Ooh, I'm liking the winner of this one. So we got Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber and Benny Blanco for Lonely. I've never heard that either. Butter by BTS. I heard that in an ad once. Higher Power by Coldplay. I've never heard of that goddamn song in my life. And the winner was Doja Cat and SZA. Yeah. Is this his first Grammy? Did she win any Grammys for Control? I don't know. She should have won all the Grammys for Control, in my opinion. Control by SZA is one of the greatest albums of all time. No debating. No debating. Uh, but Doja Cat and SZA took home a Grammy. Yay! I love them. I love them. Best traditional po- pop vocal album. What does that even mean? What does that mean? Bro, these nominees are crazy. What? Dolly Parton? Nora Jones, the winner was Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. I'm sure it's deserved. I mean, they're fucking crazy. Um, Best pop vocal album. Justin Bieber's was nominated. Doja Cat, fucking Planet Her. Come on, give Doja Cat some more Grammys. Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Positions, Ariana Grande. And the winner was Sour, Olivia Rodrigo. Definitely agree. Well, I don't know. I mean, Doja Cat, come on. If, like, my personal preference, I very much preferred Doja Cat's album to Olivia Rodrigo. But I definitely understand the win. I'm going through here. What the hell? I don't even care about any of these. Best rock performance. Foo Fighters won. That's good. 
R.I.P. Taylor Hawkins. I mean, I don't listen to the Foo Fighters, but that was sad. What else is on here? Okay, best rock song. They also won. The Foo Fighters won. That's good. I was hoping that they would win, you know, because of everything that literally just fucking happened. They also won best rock album. So that's cool. Oh, alternative. Oh, I do care about this one. I wanted Fleet Foxes. Fleet Flathe? I wanted Fleet Foxes to win. Fleet Foxes, I can't say that fast. Fleet Foxes. It was nominated Halsey, Japanese Breakfast, Arlo Park, St. Vincent won. I mean, I like some of the St. Vincent songs, but I love the Fleet Foxes. But that's okay. Shore was definitely not their best album anyway. Let's just be honest. What else is on here that I fucking care about? Probably nothing. Probably Good Days. Wait, best R&B song? Fucking leave the door open. Close the goddamn door. Close it. Good Days was nominated in that category for best R&B song. Good Days was my top listen to song last year. I love it so much. Um, it's one of my favorite SZA songs ever. And fucking whatever. Whatever, Silk Sonic. Whatever. Is there anything else that I care about? Ooh, best rap performance. This is cool. Oh, Megan Thee Stallion didn't win. But Family Ties by Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar, definitely, I love that song. It was very, very good. So I'm not too upset with that. Best rap performance, Hurricane by Kanye West. I do like that song a lot. Need to Know was nominated by Doja Cat, and I really want Doja Cat to have them all. I want Doja Cat to have them all, please. What else? Best rap album, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler the Creator won. That's what he won. Doja Cat was not nominated for Best Rap Album. Why? Is it a pop album? Is it not a... I don't know how things are categorized. But Tyler Crater is so super cool. And he won against Kanye West. That's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, okay? That's pretty good. Country music. Shoot, I don't give a fuck about this. I don't know any of these songs. Best Country Album, Chris Stapleton. That's great. That's so great, Chris. I do not enjoy Chris Stapleton. Well, I mean, he's fine. Okay. Who was that? Uh, who's that one guy? Luke. Luke Bryan. Is that his name? Didn't he come out with like a pro-LGBTQ song recently? Good for you, Luke. Good good on you. So that's what I think about the 2022 Grammys. Um, it's interesting to see who wins. And it's also interesting to see like how much... New music, I have no idea what the fuck that they're talking about. <laughs> like, I have no idea. Never even heard of it. Sometimes I ain't even heard of the people involved. So, I mean, we shall see. We shall see. I don't know what we're going to see. So, I'm going to stay more on top of it, though, next year. And, um, I mean, Harry Styles, he's coming out with an album this year. So, I'm assuming... Then that would be in the running for next Grammys. And I want my man to win. I want my man to win. So let's talk about some concerts. Everybody likes good concert stories, right? I feel like they do. Let's talk about some concerts that I've been to. So my first... Oh, shit. I forgot literally my first ever concert. What the fuck? I gotta... I'm gonna type this out just so I don't forget anything about it. So my first ever concert... It was one I had to have a parent attend with me because I think, I don't know how old I was. 
I might have been not even old enough to drive. I don't know. Uh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't old enough to drive. So I think I was like 14 or 15, roughly. And I went to go see Taylor Swift in concert. Yeah, baby. I got so much fucking merch. It was ridiculous. I saw her do the 1989 album, which is... I don't know if it's my favorite... Ta- I don't know. I 1989 holds such a special place in my heart. I love that album. Um, I also love Red. And her newer albums, Folklore, Evermore, I love those. But seeing Taylor Swift in concert was insane. I cried. I cried so hard. And my freaking father took a video of me and was laughing at me. And I did not appreciate that, you bitch. I did not appreciate that, you bitch. I was having a moment. I was having a moment. But I was way up in the rafters, okay? But I did not give a shit. I did not care. One of the coolest things ever, though, in any concert I've ever been to. Everyone that went in to see the show got this band that lit up colors. I guess it was like timed or whatever. And so everyone in the whole fucking arena, I think I saw her at the Yum Center in Kentucky. um, Because that's where I'm from, in Kentucky. But um, everyone had light up bands and they were all timed and would all light up the same colors at the same time. Or like they would be multicolors and everyone was like bleeping, bleeping. That, that's not what I meant to say. Like, the the bands were, like, pulsating. That's, again, not a good word. What the hell? They were, like, you know what I mean? Like, the colors were changing. Strobe, whatever. I don't even know what the fuck the word. I don't know. The bands were cool. And it, it, it didn't cost extra, which was nice. But the tickets were expensive, I'm sure. So, anyway. That was the first concert I ever went to. 10 out of 10 experience. I loved it. It was great. Um, then the first, I think this was the next concert that I went to, but it was also the first concert that I ever went, went to without any parental supervision. I went to go see Lord perform the Melodrama album. Now, Melodrama by Lord, if I had to choose my favorite album, cause like music, I listen to so fucking much of everything that I can't pick favorites. Like I can only pick my favorites at certain times. But if I had to pick a favorite album, it would be Melodrama by Lord. It literally, like when people, especially like they get on TikTok and they're like, this album saved my life. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but they're like, this album got me through such hard times. And sometimes I'm like, okay, well, that's not a very good album. But when I tell you that Melodrama by Lord got me through some tough times, I mean it from the bottom of my soul. It, uh, yeah, it was, I listened, there was one summer after a certain event in my life that was very, very traumatic and awful. Um, the summer after that happened, that was the only thing I really listened to was that whole album just on repeat every single day. And I got tickets to go see that for my birthday and I was just old enough to drive and I took me and my friends and we went to go see it in concert and we were like on the floor. We went to the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee, and we were on the floor. We weren't, like, we weren't, we weren't, like, super close to the front, but we were pretty close. We were pretty fucking close, and that experience ruined me from ever sitting in the rafters at concerts again. I just can't do it. I don't see the point of going if I'm not in the general admission, okay? It's fucked up thinking, I know, Um, but we, we saw that I... Peed my pants. I peed 
my pants when she walked on stage. Peed. Like, fully. Okay? I'm not exaggerating. Pee on my leg the moment the concert began. Also, Miss Lord, I do have to say that your openers for that tour were number one. People are going (laughs) to... People are not going to like this. They were not good. You know who was opening? (laughs) This is kind of crazy when I think about it now. Run the Jewels, which they're fairly big, right? Why the fuck are they opening for a Lord concert? I never understood that. And then she had two openers. So it was a total of two hours. I think they each played an hour-long set, which is ridiculous. Openers should be 30 to 45 minutes maximum. Preferably closer to 30. Um, but then the other the other opener was actually Mitski. And I just realized, talking about this now, that I saw Mitski in concert, but I don't think she was as big as she is now. I know a lot of people like Mitski. Maybe it was just because... It probably was just because I was pissed that Lord was not out on stage. That's probably what it was. I did not enjoy her performance. And it could have just been a bad performance. I do like some Mitski songs. Um, but I did not enjoy it. I did not enjoy that. Um, but why she had two openers, I don't know. And I hated that. And no, Lord, please don't do that. Please. Uh, but as soon as she walked stage, she was like to the right. And she walked. she started walking across the stage. Peed my fucking pants. Stayed like that for the full show. I just had pee on my pants. I didn't go to the bathroom. What was I supposed to do? It soaked into my jeans. Like, what? going to the bathroom is not going to do anything for me. And I'm not missing a second of this fucking album. So I just uh, stood there jumping around with pee on my pants. Uh, but the show itself was 10 out of 10. Could not have been better. I screamed. I cried. I cried so fucking hard. Jesus. And then she closes with Greenlight, which is, if I had to pick a favorite song, it would be that one, because that song, that whole album means a lot to me, but that specific song um, means so much to me. And so, I don't know if you've ever seen a video, or maybe you've been to a Lord concert yourself, but during that song, she is jumping around, everybody's jumping around, and she gives like a little speech before you start to jump on the beat with the song, and it's a lot of fun, but she's just like... Whenever it starts, you just gotta let it go. You gotta let it all go. And bitch, I did. And I was crying. And I was screaming. I was having a great time. Um, Everybody was fucking crying. And then at one point, we stormed towards the stage. Because she walked down. And one of our other friends was up towards the front. She was like second or third row, I think. I don't fucking know. And we like saw her like we all rushed to the front we were not that close but we all went up there and it was kind of crazy and it was a little bit scary um but it was all it was really really fun and then we all just quietly went back to our seats and it was kind of uh it it was uh, as respectable as you know running towards the stage charging the stage can be and you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna down anybody for doing it i would have done the same i did do the same i would have started it if i saw that bitch Walking into the crowd, I would have, ooh, taken off. <clears throat> Excuse me, I burped. So, Lord, fucking awesome. I was going to go to her new tour, but I decided not to because doesn't it suck when you, like, move out and you have bills and then you can't, like, just buy tickets to anything you want? <laughs> like, that is the worst part of moving out. 
Because, like, when, you, when you're living with your parents, when you're not living on your own, you can just buy whatever. And it's cool. <laughs> you just get any tickets. And it sucks that you can't do that now. So, um, I'm not going to see Lord, But I wanted to very badly. I might get some merch. So, from here on, I'm not going to go in order. I'm just going to go with what I've got on this list. Because I don't even remember what the order is. Because especially, like, right before I moved out of my dad's house, I was going to concerts semi-regularly. So, kind of all these are a fucking blur. Um, we'll start with the first one I have up here, Greta Van Fleet. Now, I know that people's opinions on Greta Van Fleet can get very heated. Some people fucking love Greta Van Fleet, and some people hate their guts. I love Greta Van Fleet. I don't give a shit about all the Led Zeppelin comparisons. I don't fucking care. Sorry. Don't give a shit. Do they make good music? Do I like listening to it? The answers are yes. Then fuck off, okay? Jesus. So, I've seen Greta Van Fleet three or four times. I honestly can't... I think it's just three. I saw them at Marathon Music Works in Nashville. If you've ever been there, it's a decent-sized place, it, but it's not big at all. Like, it's uh, it's pretty low-tier, I would say. Um, I mean, it's a nice place, but as far as, like, the size and the show that's being put on, it's it's pretty low-tier. The stage is, is pretty small. Um, they did have an opener, which was, oh God, what's her name? She was fucking awesome. Dorothy. If you've never listened to Dorothy, go check out, I think her album that she was touring when I saw her was White Butterfly. I know that's a song on the album. I can't remember what the album's called. I think it's White Butterfly. She's fucking cool. I had a big old crush on her. Lord have mercy. She was running around that stage and I said, just keep, just, Greta don't even have to come on. Dorothy Honey, just stay on the stage. Stay on there. Uh, yeah, big old crush. But I saw them at Marathon Music Works. It was awesome. I saw their, they were performing their EP. Their first album hadn't come out. Uh, it was a pretty small affair. Really, really cool. Then I saw them at Floyd Fest, which is a music festival in Floyd, Virginia. I highly recommend Floyd Fest if you've never been and you like music festivals. It's fucking awesome. Had a great time. Saw them perform there. I think they were a headliner at that point for one of the days. I think. I don't think anybody went on after them. We waited for so long. Also at Floyd Fest, I saw in concert Langhorn Slim and got to meet him. If you like folky, cute, you know, well-written, awesome music... You know, lots of banjos and steel guitars and I don't know, not steel guitars. What is that one that you like slide up and down on the table? I don't know what the fuck is that. Whatever. Uh, if you like good music, Langhorn Slim. Met him, got a picture with him. I look fucking awful. I look awful. I've been sitting there all fucking day and I was sweating and I looked bad. But I met Langhorn Slim. He's really fucking cool. My friend got her hat signed by him, which is cool. Um, what was I fucking talking about? Greta Van Fleet, Floyd Fest, very cool. We were at the, um, barrier for that, which was awesome. So awesome. Being at the barrier, there is no better feeling than being up there. No better feeling. We waited all fucking day at that spot. We got there, I think it was like late morning or early afternoon, and they didn't go on until like nine o'clock that night. 
we waited there all fucking day but i would not i would not change it for the world oh i know why i thought i had seen greta four times let me tell you another story so wait did i see them before or after this i don't remember i think it was before so the third time that i planned on seeing greta van fleet me and my friend we were going it was just us two they were going to be at an auditorium in Nashville that I cannot remember the name of. But I've been there because I saw Lana Del Rey there. But it's a very bigger, you know, Lana Del Rey performed there. So it's a lot bigger affair. Um, they were definitely moving up in the world, right? So we get in line at like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. The night before, or I guess the morning technically, before the show. Okay? So keep that in mind. We get there... There's already a huge line of like probably, I don't know, 75 to 100 people in front of us already. The girls at the very front of the line had gotten there at like 10 or 11 p.m. So like almost a full 24 hours before the show. And I mean, we thought we were pushing it getting there at 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning. 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning. Jesus fucking Christ. 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. So, we're sitting there. It's very cold. I think the show was in April, I'm wanting to say. So, the morning was very, very cold. We were kind of uh, not doing too well. And then, we were there all day. We had made a few friends in the line. Okay, we were, we were, we were vibing. We were having a good time, considering. And then, at like 2 or 3 p.m. Okay, so this is only like... I'm wanting to say the doors opened at like 6 or 7. So very close to when the doors are opening. Not so close to when they were actually going to be performing. But, you know, fairly close to when we were actually going to be able to get in the building and sit down, you know, and drink something. So we're sitting there and and a few people ahead of us are like starting to cry and like gasping and shit. And we get on Instagram and they made a post that the show was canceled because someone was sick. I, I think it was Josh at the time, the lead singer. And, uh, yeah, I was pretty fucking pissed. I think we both cried, me and my friend. And we just went back to the hotel room. And we were just so fucking disappointed because we... <laughs> this is just awful. I mean, the waste, the amount of money. I think we eventually got refunds for our tickets. Um, because they did reschedule it, but then we couldn't, like... We couldn't pay for another room like that quickly because it was rescheduled fairly soon, I think. But we we couldn't afford to get another hotel room, which sucks. And that's the case for so many people when shows get canceled. Because um, we had already paid for a hotel room to be out there. And we stayed at a nice hotel, too. So we just didn't go see them and we just got our money refunded. Uh, but that fucking sucks. And that's one problem, I will say, that I have with Greta Van Fleet. It's not the whole... Led Zeppelin comparison. They're 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 ruining rock music. Shut the fuck up. It is the fact that they cancel shows out the ass. They have just recently, within the past couple weeks, canceled a bunch of shows because of illness. And I get that you're sick. Like that's not. I hope you get better. Okay, love you guys. But you, I don't think they take care of themselves at all. And they're constantly on tour. Constantly. If you would just take a break. I don't know. I don't think they would do it for money. I don't fucking know the guys. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna act like I know them. And be like, what? Well, they would never do that. I'm not gonna say that. 
I don't think they would do it for money. I think that they just are young and want to go, go, go and do as much as they possibly can. But y'all, take a fucking break so that when you actually go on tour, because they have been touring for like ever. They don't ever fucking stop touring. They tour in between albums all the fucking time. It's insane. And so if you would just take a break, then maybe you wouldn't be wasting people's time and money when they get hotel rooms. Because you can cancel a show days before. But all those people traveling have got hotel rooms or Airbnbs that they either can't cancel and won't get a refund. Or now because they spent money on that room, they can't go to your rescheduled dates. They might be able to if you reschedule it like months in advance. But then at the same time, now you're making them wait many more months to see you. When they've already paid to see you. And I, uh, again, I get that the illness, you have to cancel if you have to cancel. But it's because y'all are touring 24-7 and you're getting drunk all the fucking time. Would y'all drink some water and then do your fucking show? Thanks. So, I'm going to see them in September of this year. They came out with another album a while ago. And because of COVID, obviously, they weren't touring it for a long time. Um... Or, like, they were already in the middle of a tour. I don't fucking know. But I did not think I was going to be able to see this album live. And I really wanted to because I love it. And then they announced... Oh, I know what it was. They were going to have a show in Nashville, which is where I normally go for concerts. It's, like, the close... Well, I guess Louisville and Lexington. Well, not really Lexington. More Louisville is closer to me than Nashville. But more people that I like go to Nashville for shows. So... They did a show in Nashville, and I didn't get tickets because of something. And then I was like, okay, I've made peace. I'm not going to see this show again. Or I'm not going to see this tour, um, you know, them touring this album. But then they recently announced that they're going to Knoxville, Tennessee, which is a little bit further, but not by much. So I'm going to see them in September. And I swear to God, if they cancel my fucking show, I will never see them again in concert. I will never buy tickets to their show. And I mean that with my whole heart. Because they cancel so much. And I don't fucking like it. But then after our show got canceled, we went to go see them again in Atlanta, Georgia. And it was pretty good. I will say that they like to play a lot of old songs. Which, personally, I don't mind as much. But if you're there touring a certain album, you should probably, you know, play the majority of songs from that album and I'll just say that and I'll shut up I gotta fart oh okay next person I saw live in concert was Dodie now I had subscribed to Dodie's YouTube channel for years I've I've been on her YouTube for years um I really liked her music I really liked her she would do like parodies and stuff I thought they were good and then she started putting out like full albums and so I've seen Dodie in concert two times. I recently just saw her, like very recently. Who the fuck called me? Shut up, Monticello. Um, I'm going on my Instagram. What the heck? Ew, my cousin just posted some cringy photographs. What the hell? Um, I'm going on my Instagram because I want to see when I saw her last. Uh, in February. Uh, February 14th, I saw her at the Ryman, which I love the Ryman. If you, if one of your favorite artists is going to be at the Ryman, you just need to book it because the Ryman is super cool. Um, 
her concerts, her shows, and like her design are some of my favorites. Probably out of the people I've seen in person, probably my favorites. I mean, Greta Van Fleet does have really good set design and stuff and lighting and all that. I don't know. No, Dodie's is my favorite. Dodie's concerts are absolutely gorgeous. The lighting, she has some props. Just how everyone, all the the musicians are arranged on stage. Everything. Every little detail is perfect at Dodie concerts. And then the first time I saw her was at, it was in Nashville. I don't know what venue it was. Um, but it was also just as beautiful. But she's definitely like upgraded. Like she knows what she's doing. She is elevating. I love her so much. Her music is absolutely fantastic. If you've never listened to Dodie, you have to check it out. I think, in my opinion, she is one of the greatest songwriters of all time. And I will die saying that. So next up, we have Jack White. Yeah, I'm into all kinds of music, okay? So I saw him at Lollapalooza. I've got a very good Lollapalooza story. I was actually there to see a smaller band called the Aces, which is one of my favorite bands of all time, and I've met them. I'll talk about them later. Um, But Jack White was headlining that day, and my friend who was there with me loves Jack White. And I had, I mean, I obviously knew about the White Stripes, but I hadn't listened to a lot of his solo stuff. I was, like, just getting into his stuff because we were listening to some of his songs on the way down there, or up there, because it was in Chicago. Um... Uh. So I was just getting into his stuff, and I was liking a few of his songs. His concert was kick-ass. Kick-ass. But I will say that the people at that concert, I did not like y'all's attitude, and I did not like y'all's energy. We were at a Jack White show, and you're going to act snobby, and like when whenever we're like headbanging and shit, you're going to act weird. Shut up. Where are you? Where are you supposed to be? Because it's not here with me at this show right now. I'm listening to Jack White. You need to hush and quit looking at me like I'm an idiot because I'm not. Well, I am sometimes, but I'm not right then. Jack White was kick-ass. After we listened, or after we went to his show, I listened to a bunch of his music and very, very much like Mr. Jack White. Next, we have the Aces. I mentioned them. That's who I was going to... Oh, i got to tell that Lollapalooza story. Um, That's who we were going to see at Lollapalooza. Well... That's what I was going to see, uh, was the Aces. They are a little band from Utah. They're getting more famous for sure. Um, their first album, When My Heart Felt Volcanic, is a no-skip album. Well, it's maybe got one skip, but it's a very, very good album. I love it. Their second album that they more recently put out, I fucking hate, and I don't know what the fuck's going on with them they're like changing their whole sound i don't appreciate it i don't like it but do what you gotta do but i love them i have a crush on every single member i was in love with the lead singer crystal ramirez i was in love i mean i'm still i mean she's like she's my og you know what i mean like she i I was i you know i started listening to them when i was younger god i was gonna say when i was a teenager i'm 22 years old jesus christ um, but I was listening to them when I was like 17, 18 years old. I love them to death. Uh, I met them at Lollapalooza very, very briefly. I made, well, my friend helped me make a hat that had like one of their song lyrics on it. And I don't think that they, <laughs> I don't think that they got it. Like, like realize that that's what I'm doing here. Uh, and it was really embarrassing to be quite honest with you. The picture from that meet and greet is fucking awful. 
It is awful. I was so nervous. I was there by myself because my friend went to go get good spots for the Jack White show. So I was so nervous and you only had like five seconds with them. And it was after they had performed. So they were already like so tired and it was just really awful. It was awful. Uh, But then I went to, Jesus, I need to blow my nose. But then I went to another show of theirs in Nashville. I think at, shit, I forget the venue name. It's pretty cool. It's very, very small. Um, But a bunch of people have been there before, but I forget. Um, But I met them there and it was a bit longer of an exchange and it was a lot nicer. It was also before they went on. So they were like still hyped up and not like dead from performing. Uh, But it was really, really nice. I feel like I was the one rushing it. Like, they were kind of trying to, like, Alicia? Yeah. She was, like, kind of talking to me. And I was just like, okay, we'll take the picture. And it was so awful. And I felt so bad. (laughs) I was not in my right mind. I was so fucking nervous. Because at this point, I still had major crushes on every single one of them girls. Like, Jesus um, but I got a, a pride flag signed by them, which is cool. I got my album signed by them. Um, it was really, really, it was really, really good. I was front row for that concert because I was there with, it was me and two of my friends and one of my friends went with me to the meet and greet. And then my other friend waited at the front and got our spots because my friends like me. So <laughs> it was really nice. Cause like, it was like, I was the biggest fan by far, out of, like, all my friends of these people, I just kind of wanted to bring them along, because it was fun, and I had a fun time, and I wanted to be there, so they did that for me, and I love them very much, next up is Conan Gray, now, I, uh, this is, like, my least favorite concert that I've been to, not because it was bad, I just should have probably known more songs before paying money to go to one of his shows it was also on halloween and i didn't dress up and that was kind of weird because <laughs> i just didn't think of it and then everybody and i mean everybody and their mother dressed up to this show and i don't know why i didn't do that and it just was kind of awkward we were in the very back like the very back okay and it was weird and people were like jumping on me i didn't like it Oh, fuck, I forgot to tell a Lollapalooza story. I'm going to tell it really quick. So, I was like 17, I think, at the time. Me and my friend, we go to Chicago. We're going, it's Chicago. Yeah. So, when we get to Chicago, I'm going to tell the whole thing. When we get to Chicago, um, my dad had booked the room for us. And we get there to the hotel, and you have to be 18 to check in. And my friend was 18, but she couldn't check in because it was under my dad's name. So we just couldn't get in. Like, we literally did not have a room. And so we're calling everywhere. I'm calling all these hotels. I'm like, do you have to be 18 to check in? And they say, yeah. And I just fucking hang up. because. And I wasn't doing that to be rude, but there were so many hotels to call. And we had to find a room. It was like in, it wasn't the nighttime but it was the evening, okay? And I'm not just running around Chicago at night with no place to fucking stay. So I finally found a hotel by the airport, which was 45 minutes across town, mind you, from the hotel where I was supposed to be. And they let us check in. And then we get to Lollapalooza. We park in this parking garage. I don't think anything about it. 
we start walking towards Lollapalooza, and I was under the impression that we were relatively close to the entrance of Lollapalooza. We were not. We walked for a for quite a bit, and we were just like, "Oh yeah, we'll remember how to get back. We'll remember. We'll, we'll remember how to get back to the parking garage. It's fine." We go to Lollapalooza. It's great. Jack White was the headliner, so his show didn't go on until very late. And so we get out of there, and it's like eleven or twelve o'clock at night, and we're walking around, and we cannot find the parking garage. Which, looking back, is pretty ridiculous because it really wasn't that far. Like, not really. Um, But we couldn't find the parking garage. And we walked around in Chicago (laughs) at, like, 12 o'clock at night for a while. For a very long while. And my phone died. And we had to go to CVS and buy a charger and plug it in at CVS. Or it might have been Walgreens. It was one of those two. And then we called an Uber. And we we got in his car. And we were like, listen, we got to find a parking garage near La Blusa and we will recognize it if we see it, but we cannot find it. And he drove us around for, I don't know how long. It was at least an hour, I think. He ended up like turning the the app off so it wasn't charging us. But eventually we did find that parking garage and we I kissed the car when we got there. Um, that Uber driver, I... I don't even have words for how grateful I am to that Uber driver. Because at one point I was like, this guy can't do this. Like, we have to go. And I told him, I was like, you can let us out. Like, we know that this is crazy. And he was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not letting you out in the streets without knowing where your car is. So, but we eventually did find the parking garage. It was a miracle. And, because they all look the fucking same. And there's like 12,000 of them in one square mile. So we found it, we got in the car, and I think I cried a little bit, and then we drove home. But we drove to the hotel. So that's my Lollapalooza story. Next up, let's just keep on going. Conan Gray, sorry babe, didn't love it. Uh, Lana Del Rey, I saw her at the auditorium that I was supposed to see Greta at that I cannot remember the fucking name of, but it's in Nashville. I loved her show. It's one of my favorite shows that I've I've ever been to. I love Lana Del Rey. I think she's, again, one of the greatest songwriters of all time, like Dodie. The show was fantastic. She did great. Everything about it was excellent. I could not have asked for anything better. But there was a couple of gay guys in front of me, like, grinding on each other and, like, kind of having sex and smoking, and they were all up on me, and I hated that. Don't do that to people. Don't do that to people. Dude, there's one thing about being in someone's personal space at a concert. Because we were in the GA area. I realize people are going to be in my space. But please don't, like, fucking dance on me. And at one point, they were leaning on me because they were drunk and high and cross-faded, probably. And they couldn't stand up, so they were just leaning on me. And I was like, I don't know, y'all. You could at least offer me a drink or something, and then maybe I could do this. But, Jesus, I'm not a fucking wall. (laughs) Next on the list is Langhorn Slim, but I've already talked about him at Floyd Fest. Again, I highly recommend Floyd Fest if you've never been. Very cool. Um, Langhorn Slim is a sweetie and a cutie, and I love him very much. And then last but not least, we have a very small band. Well, I don't know. Maybe they've grown since I've seen them. I haven't listened to their music in a while. But they opened for Greta Van Fleet one time that I saw them, and it's Ida May. They have 100,000 listeners on Spotify, so they're bigger than they used to be, but they're still very, very small. Uh, their album, Chasing Lights, is very good. Definitely check that out if you don't know who they are, which you probably don't because they're very small. 
Um, but I've met them twice. I saw them play at a record store in Lexington, I believe it was. And met them there. Got a picture with them. Picture is fucking awful. And then when they, whenever they opened for Greta Van Fleet, they, after the show, they were out by the merch tables. And so we met them there. I've got a signed vinyl from them, which is very, very cool. And they're very nice people. They're very nice people. It's a husband and wife duo. Very, very nice. I love them very much. And I think they messaged me. Or maybe they liked... I think they commented on a comment or something. They talked to me in some capacity on Instagram once. And I just love them very much. So that's my concert stories. That's it. That's all I have to say. And thanks... For being here and listening to me go on and on. And I hope you like some of my stories. And that's it. And I'm really hungry. I'm going to go eat. I'm going to go cook some food. I'm so fucking excited. Oh, I'm going to watch Gilmore Girls. Anyway, that is episode 6 of the Casual Critic Podcast. Thanks for listening. Let me know what you thought. You can follow me on Instagram at uh, casualcritic underscore. And you can follow me on TikTok at casualcritic. Also, be sure to check out my YouTube channel called The Casual Critic. It's got full-length reviews. Um, We're doing some live streams. It's got a lot of stuff going on on the YouTube channel. So definitely, definitely check that out. And be sure to subscribe to that channel. And I guess I'll see you all in the next uh, podcast episode. Love you guys. Bye.